Back in King David's time, there were some men who provided such wise discernment and such bold leadership that they became uh, famous for it. It was their lasting testimony. These were the men of Issachar, and they are described this way in the book of First Chronicles. They are men who had an understanding of the times and knew what Israel ought to do. In other words, they had uh, uh, one foot clearly planted in their current culture and understood the various ways that God's will was being attacked, where the people were under attack. And at the same time, they studied the word of God and knew the word. They knew the moral will of God and how to lead the people in response to the times in which they were living. Needless to say, we need more and more men of Issachar in our own times. And in my own life, I've always thought of the men of Issachar as sort of the greatest example of of leadership that you could find. There's lots of books out there on developing leaders and being a good leader and multiplying leaders. In my mind, the men of Issachar is the operating definition. Understand the times in which you live and know the Word of God well enough to know how to provide a a God-honoring, life-changing response to it. And for many, many years, I have prayed in my own life that God would develop me and mature me uh, like the men of Issachar, someone who knows the times and the way that we should go. Uh, I think all of us agree that we need it in these times. Even understanding abortion, even though it's been around legally in our country for over 50 years now, people still don't know it. They don't understand the atrocity of it, the enormity of the evil of it. Uh, They don't understand it as child slaughter. Uh, They don't know how it's done. They don't know what happens as a result to the mother, to the father, to the grandparents, to the the surviving uh, children of abortion. Uh, They don't understand it morally and spiritually as child sacrifice. Uh, So it takes some people to know and understand it according to the will of God and then bring to uh, us as the people of God uh, how to respond to it. Same thing is true with in vitro fertilization. Today, the pain of infertility is spreading uh, the more and more Uh, We abandon God's will for our lives regarding uh, pregnancy and abortion. It leads to more infertility. And then there's just a a percentage of the population of women who suffer the terrible pains of infertility. And without much thinking, they turn to IVF, in vitro fertilization. But there's no understanding of the process. And in IVF, we make many, many human embryos that are created, and then they're thrown into a refrigerator, and they're left there to die or to stay there for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. In many parts of the world now, they're just simply destroyed. So IVF is a a serious moral threat to anyone who wants to respect the sanctity of human life. And yet, there aren't many people... Uh, spiritual leaders especially, who take the time to explain the times in which we live, IBF, and the way that we should go in addressing the pain of infertility. Same is true with contraception. There are different forms of contraception. And there are certainly hormonal uh, contraceptives like the pill, uh, IUD also, uh, in which lots of evidence in which the way they work includes an abortifacient quality. 
most of us don't know this. No one talks about it. In fact, I would say, at least among the evangelical church, it takes a certain amount of moral courage to question contraception. But if we know the times in which we live and the way that we should go, that means we have to speak to these times and help our people understand what are the ethical issues, what are the bioethical issues that we as God's people need to sort through so that we can discern the will of God for our lives and our times, both for us personally and for one another at large. There's a quote from Martin Luther uh, that I have always loved. No one really knows if Martin Luther said this, but he's been credited with saying, If I profess with the loudest voice and the clearest exposition every portion of the truth of God except precisely that little point which the world and the devil are at that moment attacking, I am not confessing Christ. However boldly I may be uh, uh, professing Christ, I'm not confessing him. Where the battle rages, there the loyalty of the soldier is proved, and to be steady in all other battlefronts besides is mere flight and disgrace if he flinches at that point. In other words, Luther is saying, we need men like the men of Issachar, people who understand the times in which we live and the way that we should respond. We need them in our homes. We need uh, fathers and husbands to reassert their moral responsibility and not run from it, to understand the lines of attack on their family. We need to help leaders in our churches understand the lines of attack and find the moral courage to lead well in our times. I am uh, off to Romania in just a few days, and I'll be meeting with leaders from all over that country, uh, trying to raise up uh, men of Issachar, people who understand the times and the way that we should go. Bring the word of God to the people of God, knowing the very points of attack. And of course, while I'm doing that in Romania, we have a team right now uh, this week in Brazil. Uh, we have uh, Pastor Sandy and uh, our own Jeannie Pernia. They're down there and they're meeting with leaders from 22 Latin American countries. And again, we're just wanting to Ask God to raise up more men like the men of Issachar. Uh, as soon as I get back from Romania, uh, our co-worker Mark heads off to uh, Colombia to meet with leaders there, and then he goes off to Nepal and then India uh, to work with our, our Passion Life team in India. Everywhere we go, we want to pray that God would raise up men uh, like the men of Issachar, leaders who know the times and the way that we should go. I encourage you to join us in that prayer and to join with us. We're going to be in five countries in the three weeks leading up to Thanksgiving. It's a pretty busy time. And uh, I earnestly invite you to join us as a financial partner, as a prayer partner. Uh, follow up with us with questions that you might have and watch for some of the updates that we'll send out. Thank you and God bless.